Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Say Hey Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is November 9th, 2022. Bringing in my co-host, as always, Say Hey Rob. Happy Wednesday, my man. How's it going, brother? Happy Wednesday, Douglas. Lovely to be with you here tonight. Man, what a what a crazy last week we had. Our man, mild friend, Dusty Baker, became <laughs> a world champion. He finally checked that last box on the resume. And now, what do you think? Do you think he's going to retire now? I don't know. I, I Again? Know, <laughs> kind of tying in all like my thoughts into cr- your question there. Like, First of all, I, I'm whatever about the Astros winning the World Series. Great. Yeah, same here. Uh, uh, but I am I'm happy for Dusty, and I know there's a lot of Dusty haters out there, especially Giants fans for 2002. But you know, whatever, dude. Like we've won three cents. Like move on. Uh, Dusty's a good dude. Like he's he's always been good to the sport of baseball. He went in and took over uh, troubled Astros franchise, and you know got him back to the top, and here they are. And uh, for him, I'm I'm super happy for him. I know he's been waiting a long time for this, and I don't know. I think the competitor in him, maybe he wants to go one more round and see if he can defend it. And if not, mm-hmm. um, I I'll say this: I don't think he goes beyond 2023. I think, but I I don't know. We haven't you haven't talked to him in years, so I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been about uh, 25 years <laughs> since uh, we uh, crossed paths. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, very happy for him, but. To be totally honest, you know, I didn't watch a lot of that series. I would, I would just would kind of tune in and see Same. what the score was. And be like, okay, well, Dusty's winning. Oh, okay, well, Dusty's losing. Oh, oh, Dusty seemed to no hitter. And yeah, but yeah, I, I really don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's gonna keep going. I would suspect that he would just say, screw it, walk away. You know, I, I got it. Yep. There's gotta be Understood. other things. There's gotta be other things in life besides baseball that he wants to do. So he's seventy. Was he seventy three? Oh, something like I that. I mean, yeah. Go, go enjoy your life, man. I mean, you know, go, go live. Go live outside of baseball for mm-hmm. you know for whatever time you have left. So, anyways, Congrats, nah, love, 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 Dusty. Uh, happy for him. Congrats and Astros, uh, yeah. whatever. But here's the thing. It you know what that means? It means the off season is here and we're recording this on the ninth and um you know by by rule free agency always starts technically like five days after the world series concludes so that was last saturday today's wednesday tomorrow makes five days so tomorrow when you're hearing this it'll be november 10th and um that means that teams and players can communicate and start uh working on discussions and seeing you know, they're a fit for each other. So we're going to start seeing some moves and some free agent signings. It's the best time of the baseball year outside of the season for sure. So um, we we have been doing a little like unit focus. We, we did the uh, rotation. Rob and I, after a very lengthy one and a half minute discussion, uh, said, screw it. We're moving off of it. We're scrapping that. We're not doing unit focus. We want to we want to talk about free agency and we're hitting it heavy tonight. So yeah. Um, and before we get into that, though, just want to talk about there was some official. I mean, we knew this was coming anyways. They're like hardly even worth talking about. But um, officially now, Jose Alvarez, Brandon Belt, Shelby Miller, Jock Peterson and Carlos Rodon are officially free agents. So, um, you know, especially in regards to like the names there, like Jose Alvarez and Shelby Miller, whatever, in my opinion, Um you know, if you've been a long time listener of us, you know how we feel about Brandon Belt. But I, 
he's been around for over a decade now. I feel like he's earned respect for us to like give our thoughts on it. Um, you know, in regards to Brandon Belt, Rob, like odds of him coming back next year. Uh, you, you, you can't rule him out, but I would say uh, I I'd give him a twenty five percent chance of coming back. But That's fair. I, I, but I, I would assume a team maybe maybe is his Texas Rangers. You know, he's from Texas. Maybe a team like that, old Boji can, you know, they can reunite. But I'm I don't I don't want him I don't want him back next year. I, we need to move off that. But uh, yeah, I'd say twenty five percent. Get younger, get more athletic. Um, get better. Yeah. Would it surprise me if he's back? I don't know. If it is, it's gotta be a, Hey, it's my last year. Here's a good discount and I'll do what I can when I'm healthy. I wouldn't be like, so against that, but mm-hmm. I'm ready to move on from man belt. Yeah. Um, the other ones, uh, Jock Peterson and Carlos Rodon, those are kind of bigger names. Obviously Jock Peterson was an all-star this last year in his one year. He was with San Francisco. I think there's a decent chance that the giants would like to bring back Jock Peterson. Um, I don't know what kind of role we were talking about this with our Giants chatter buds the other day in our little admin chat. I, I don't know what kind of role Jock Peterson would like to have in his next upcoming deal because it's likely going to be for more than a year unless they they offer him that qualifying offer and he uh, uh, accepts it. We don't know what the qualifying offer number is yet, I don't believe, but I think I last year it was in between 18 and 19, somewhere in there. So yes. probably something not too different from that. I don't know. You think I think there's an okay chance. Like I could see like forty to fifty percent chance that Jock's back next year. What do you think? Yeah, I would I'd say between forty and fifty as well. Um, yeah, local guy. He seemed to like it here. He didn't seem to like losing. He kind of made that very uh open Clear. and known in yeah. August and September. And I became a bigger Jock Peterson fan when he started talking about that stuff. Like, oh man, it, it just hit me. I'm gonna miss the playoffs. Man, this this sucks. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, Jock, it does suck. So uh, why don't you get your ass out there and uh, come re-sign on the cheap and start recruiting some better players. But there's a lefty on the mound tonight, Rob. So uh, we're going to yeah, have sorry. to keep him on the bench. Maybe yeah. later in the game he could pinch it. They bring in a righty out of the pen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. What, whatever. Carlos Rodon uh, obviously had a fantastic, the best year of his major league career. Um, but, uh, it, you know had injury history histories in the past uh we don't know if he's gonna be back i'd say probably somewhere in between 10 to 20 percent he's he's back that might be a little gen generous um we know like when carlos Rodon is healthy and he's on like he is a top tier arm so uh would i like to have him back I i would if he stays healthy but that's no guarantee i i think the giants move on and go in a different direction even though they may be in talks to see if you know, try and get him back. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's about a five percent chance. Maybe. I mean, he's gonna de- he's gonna demand a a king's ransom basically this offseason. Uh, not 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 what Aaron Judge and is go- is gonna get. But as, as far as pitchers go, with him coming off a year where he didn't get hurt and he was solid for one sixty two, and the only IL stint I think was it was a phantom IL stint. So. Yeah, he's gonna get pretty much whatever he wants, and I think the Giants have uh, more resources to go out and get pitching on the cheap, and a lot more holes to, f- to fill in the uh, in the field. So, about five. Good way to put it. Yeah, 
good way to put it in regards to the resources to the rotation because they've they've done it. I mean, they know how. Look what they did with Wood, DiScalfani, Gosman, now Rodon. So I think the Giants are a little more confident in, hey, we can go find a free agent guy and make it work, even if it's right. not a big ass name. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah. So before I get started tonight, shout out Kings Cash Ryan. I already cracked mine, but yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I got a Firestone Hypnosis IPA. So I'm just trying to get through my Firestone. I know I've like my third week here. What are you drinking? I got a Numb and Number Double Hazy IPA. Oh, hell yeah. What is, that, what is that, like 9%? Uh, I think it is 8.2. Oh, nice. From Fall okay. River Brewing Company. Shout out. Fall River, where's that at? Up by Reading. Okay, so Cali. All right. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Uh, hey, did you did you happen to see? We are the Say Hey podcast. We got to slip this in real quick. Have you have you seen the Willie Mays documentary on HBO Max yet? I have not yet. Um, okay, neither been, have I. Re- been really busy with work the last couple of weeks, especially yeah. uh, at, at night when I usually have free time to catch up on on stuff. But looking forward to it. Hearing nothing but great things, so I recommend it. Everybody go out and watch it. Yeah, I mean, it just came out yesterday, the 8th, uh, so I, I have yet to see it as well, but I am excited to to see it. I've heard it's it's moving, it's exciting, it's funny, so it's got all the uh, good things, and um, I believe Willie Mays is involved in it, too, like he's he's interviewed throughout it, so yes. yeah, so definitely excited about that. Um, all right, now, we're, this is where the fun starts, like, like I said at the beginning, free agency officially starts tomorrow, or if you're hearing it right now, today. Uh, November 10th. Um, so we decided we're going to talk about our top 10 free agents uh, this offseason. Now, this isn't in particular to the Giants. This is just overall. Um, but we know that the Giants are going to be heavily involved in discussions and trying to bring in one, two, maybe three of these guys. So um, it's exciting. man. There's a lot of good names that are going to be hitting the market starting um, tomorrow and uh, that are going to be available. And from what we've heard, at least, and, and like if you've been listening to the last couple episodes, Rob and I are uh, believe it when we see it uh, kind kind of guy. But, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see I've, I've got I put some of the bigger names down there. We got DeGrom, Judge, Turner, Correa. Mm-hmm. So uh, here on the overlay. So we're going to talk about our top. We did our own list. Top 10 free agents this offseason. So, Rob, are we ready to discuss some free agents? Let's go. Rob pointed out before we started um, that some of our best episodes are when we do lists. So <laughs> I, hope, I hope this is another banger out there. It's so, true. I did have a couple honorable mention, and I feel like one of these guys, I'm going to get some heat from Giants fans, but okay. whatever. I don't really care. Uh, my my number one honorable mention guy had Josh Bell. Um, okay. You know, obviously got traded with Juan Soto to San Diego. Yep. Lots of power, plays for space. Fairly young still. Sure. Um, my other guy uh, out of three was Brandon Drury, another guy oh. that went to the Padres. Um, yeah, I have him just on the outside, I know. Uh, but can like play it. multiple positions, uh, would fill uh, would fill anything for the Giants, had a good year with the bat, hit for a lot of power, um, and definitely helped the Padres get into like mid-October. And then my other honorable mention, surprisingly enough, Carlos Rodon. And I'm I, I only have him on the outside because I am afraid of his injury history. That's it. <laughs> the talent, 
the talent and I, we know he's going to get paid um, in the next month or two within that time span. Um, and he's earned it. Like I said, he's a top tier arm when he's healthy, when he's right. Uh, but I just fear that injury bug coming back and getting him. Hopefully not. And we'll see, but Carlos Rodon also a part of my honorable mention. So that's a good three, three, three little pigs. Okay. My three little pigs, my honorable mentions. Oh, you do have them. All right. Uh, I do. I do. I just threw them together when when you brought it up when we started. Uh, Tyler Anderson. That's, that's one right there. Former giant. Great year. Great. Had a great year. Um, I really think uh, the analytical part of the game has kind of helped uh, change his uh, his performance because yeah. the the less amount of innings he, he's thrown, the, the more durable he's been throughout the year. So really, really like him, uh, and he would be a lefty and nice, nice little need for any rotation, not just the Giants. Yeah, uh, Andrew Benintendi, who I, I like to refer to as a, a healthy version of Tommy Lastella. Yeah, hits, <laughs> hits from the left side, makes contact. Uh, yeah, hit 304 last year. Uh, OBP 373. Of, eh, he slugged 3, 399, which is whatever. But 54 runs scored, 2.8 F4. So not not bad. And uh, I think the Yankees have bigger needs. So I think he'll be out there for pretty much any team. Sure. And, and then my last one, and... I'm throwing him in there just because I've been a big fan of his for a long time. Great story. Trey Mancini. I don't, I don't think uh, Houston really has room for him coming back next year, but, and he was, yeah, he was, he was off and on last year in 2022. Didn't get a lot of PT there, there in the world series, but still, you know, he hit, hit 239 slugged 391 OBP at 319. Not bad. 18 homers, 63 RBIs. But he's been pretty consistent though the last you know six, seven years, and mostly yeah. on bad, mostly on bad teams. So I'd like to see him be a be a a stronghold in a, in a good lineup here this next year. It probably won't be the Giants, but and he could be a nice I, I really like. He could be a nice, you know, not like super expensive addition to a contender, I think. Exactly, exactly. Someone that's, you know, he's kind of like a B-type free agent who you're not going to need to break the bank open on, and he could be a nice little piece to come in and help. So, yeah. (laughs) Would would you take him over Brandon Bell? Anyways, we're going to move on to (laughs) – no, I'm just playing. Yeah, Yeah, I absolutely would take Trey Mancini over Brandon Bell just because I know he'll probably stay on the field more. Um, And he's younger. Uh, okay, so we're gonna. Get, I'm gonna start with number ten, and I'm gonna start with. And again, these are not for the Giants, even though I have seen his name linked to the Giants. These are just free agents in general. So number ten, Wilson Contreras, um, catcher for the Cubs. Why are you looking at me like that? Go go ahead. Oh God. Oh good. We disagree right off the bat. Listen, he's gonna be 31 in May. Um, the reason I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell you, Rob, so you can get that look off your face. The the reason he's made my top 10 is because he's a catcher and there's not a lot of free agent catchers that are like, Hey, like we need to go get this guy. I mean, a couple years ago with Rio Muto going to Philly, um, there's not a lot of like good catchers out there. And this guy has been pretty consistent the last few years. I mean, in 2019, 24 home runs, 21 home runs in 21, 22 home runs in 2022. Um, He's had uh, a war of 2.3 last year, a 3.3 this year. 
you know, he's not fantastic defensively by any means, but when you can get your hands on a, a power hitting catcher, that'll contribute, you know, they're rare. So that's why he is on my list. I'm not saying Wilson Contreras is like an all-star level player, even though he has been an all-star, but that's why he's on my list because he is a catcher and there's not many out there like him. So that's why he's there. Number 10. No, I, I made that face because he's my number 10 as well. And oh, well, the I, opposite. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Right there, right there on the list. I'm right sorry. There. It just, I apologize. Yeah. And, and for a lot of reasons, you, yeah, you just said, yeah, I mean, uh, 3.3 F4, 8.15 OPS. And I mean, was able to, to perform on those bad Cubs teams these last yes. couple of years. Kind of staying afloat. Yeah, don't let the 55 RBIs fool you. There weren't a lot of guys on base. But but yeah, like you said, he's a, he's a catcher. You know, there's there's just not a lot, a lot out there. Outside of, like, last high-profile catcher on the Frazier market was JT Romuto a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, so there's, you know, these these catchers, these elite catchers are just very very rare to get to get your hands on. Like, there's a reason the Giants never let Buster Posey get free agency, and you look at a guy like James McCann two years ago. He signed a four year, forty million dollar contract. And he sucks. Yeah, he's like, not very good. He's not very good. So it just shows you how much these teams value catchers. So yeah, for, for those those reasons, like you just said. It, James McCann or James James McCann. Wilson Contreras. Wilson Contreras is number ten. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I apologize. I, James McCann cannot get this discussion. I thought I thought you were giving me a look because you're like, "Are you serious?" But no, you're good. Yeah, of course we start <laughs> off with the same guy just because we would. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, and you know that's what? I, I I do want to give this caveat before we continue. Like we could go into contract stuff, but a lot of projections haven't been coming out yet in regards to that. So I don't want to jump the gun and look way stupid later on when it comes right. to numbers for, for deals. So, um, you know, that's, that could be something we touch on, um, at a later date. Um, number nine for me, or do you want to go number nine? We can do the snake thing. doesn't matter. Let's snake. Yeah. Number go ahead. Nine, You're number nine. Number nine for me is Brandon Nemo. Hit. <laughs> I don't even want to know. But yeah, five point four F F four last year, just a very very valuable there in New York. You know, he was he was a catalyst to a really good 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 lineup set setting the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hit 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 two seventy three, OBP three sixty three sixty seven. You know, the Giants like that, and a, sl- a slugging of four thirty three. That 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 kind of stands out to me a little bit. Uh, but he got a lot of pitches to hit in that lineup. You know, he's a he's a guy that teams didn't want to walk because of the dudes behind him. So he just he 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 provides a a lot of what's not left in in Major League Baseball anymore. Yeah, he, he get he gets on base. He's not 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 afraid to take a walk. So and he's I think he's one of the true leadoff hitters left. I mean, he had 16 home runs, and that's that's not a lot, you know, in this day and age. That's like people scoff at that now. So yeah, he's one of the final remaining true lead, leadoff hitters out there so Brandon Nemo number nine Robbie not gonna believe this my number nine is Brandon Nemo (laughs) so for uh, 10 and 9 of course we start off same guys but yeah I'm with you I mean this guy that stayed healthy this last year 151 games um you know and played all of them in center field uh which the Giants could use is consistency in the outfield especially in center field kind of have a you know a foundation for the outfield Right. Um, 
but yeah, 16 home runs, 102 runs, which you know is is great. Gets on base a lot. Uh, his K rate to me is is a good thing. It's come down through the years. I mean, in 2020, yeah. short shortened season, uh, but just at over 19 percent, 20 percent in 2021, but just over 17 percent in 2022. So he's putting the ball in play a lot. Um, he's a good athletic guy. Um, you know, the power is kind of whatever to me. I think his bat would be great left-handed bat bring it into oracle park um you know use the grass and get the ball more especially yeah he'd probably be a guy that would consistently hit at the top of the lineup and um if i believe it or not i don't have the numbers exactly in front of me i could get in front of me but recently i looked his splits are pretty good like he doesn't really have platoon split numbers he can hit um against both types of arms so yeah i think brandon nemo is an option we've heard a lot about him um, and yeah, if we're talking specifically giants, you know, he could be a realistic option for the giants. Fans love Hunter Pence. They love Brandon Nemo. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to move on to number eight and I have Dansby Swanson. Um, okay. okay so Rob doesn't have him there. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked at you immediately. No, I, hey. I promise. <laughs> now Dansby Swanson. Number one thing that sticks out to me is he plays. Uh, in 2017, first four years of starter, 144 games. 2018, 136. 2019, 127. 2020, all 60 games. 2021, 160. 2022, 162. The guy stays healthy and he plays. Um, he's really developed a little more power the last couple seasons. 2021, uh, 27 bombs. This last year in 22, 25. Uh, this was a guy that was strongly noted. This is arguably, you know, the best defensive shortstop in the game. Um, Dansby Swanson's always been known for his glove, but his bat has come along very well the last couple years. Um, I know the Braves are doing a great job locking up their core uh, guys. They have like seven or eight dudes that are, you know, locked up before their primes and they're doing great things. So it would not surprise me, even though like uh, Dansby Swanson is going to be 29 to start this next season he's in his prime but i wonder if he's going to be that next brave guy that sticks around and um the Braves front office has been doing great things the last couple years locking up these guys early so very true uh yeah dansby swanson um doesn't walk a ton does strike out some but uh overall you'd be getting a, a good shortstop so he's my number eight that's a good one i also have a shortstop at number eight but it's xander bogart's Okay. What about Xander Bogarts? Okay. For whatever reason, the Red Sox didn't really want to extend him this last year, and I think it's gonna fuck him because he's gonna he's gonna fall in line with with all these other shortstops that we're gonna have on on, on this list. Uh, I mean, another solid year. I mean, he's 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 turning he's thirty, so I mean, he's 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 right there. So I'll be interested to see what kind of length he gets from wherever whoever signs him. But hey, another great year. Hit 307, 377 OBP. 456 slugging, only 15 home runs, which was a little surprising to me, but 73 RBIs, a 134 WRC plus, a 6.1 F4. So why the Red Sox didn't want to invest in him when they have a lot of problems going into next season is beyond me, but Bogarts, yeah, he falls right in line with all, with all these other shortstops on, on the market. I think for a lot of teams, you, you sign him, He's your best player right away. If the Giants sign him, he's their best player right away. Yeah. And Brandon Crawford can learn to go play somewhere else. 
<laughs> no, you're right. This is this is arguably the best shortstop free agent class ever. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's four to five solid solid dudes, and we're just scratching the surface. I'm sure we'll get to some more um, in a little bit too. So that was your number eight, correct? So number you get eight. to go again. Who's your number seven? Sweet. Number seven for me is old man Justin Verlander, my idol. Married married Kate Upton. <laughs> Sign him for for that reason. You get Kate Upton in the ballpark. Whoever whoever Eating gets it. garlic fries. Eating no, garlic but. fries. Oh, can you imagine? Oh man, I'd I'd be into it. I don't care. But <laughs> okay, this guy is 30, he's freaking thirty nine years old. Come off Tommy John last year, and what does he do? He he's probably gonna win the Cy Young. They haven't announced it yet, but one point seven five ERA. Uh, opponents hit 184 off them in in an era where every, everybody uses the DH. The pitchers don't hit anymore. Just shit, shit, shit like that. Even though he's turning 40 in February, the, the, the age concerns me for, for sure for whoever wants to get him. Another guy, I'm very curious to see what kind of contract he gets. I think he gets something similar to what Max Scherzer got, got last year. Ooh, yeah. I mean, maybe a... a what did Scherzer get last year? I'm trying to think. Three for like one thirty. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that. I mean, he's, I he's he's old, but man, he's coming off a Cy Young season, and when everybody had written him off, and it's just, you know, it's it's hard to think he's not going to keep doing this. I mean, he's slowly becoming the Tom Brady of Major League Baseball. Yeah, good point. My number seven. I'm also going with a veteran, uh, but I'm going to go Jose Abreu. And I know that he had a down year in regards to power. And I don't know. That is concerning. That's why he's lower on my my list here. Um, he did only have 15 home runs. But, uh, you know, 75 RBIs, um, 85 runs. But here's the thing with Jose Abreu that, I, I mean, if, if we want to talk about Giants specifically, this is a guy that stays healthy, surprisingly enough. I mean, I'll go through his whole career here because he's had nine years in the major leagues. He's going to be 36 um, in uh, when is it in January? So he'll he'll play the entire year at age 36. So he's starting to he's starting to get up there in age. But listen to this: 2014, 145 games; 2015, 154, 159, 156, 128, 159; 2020, 60 games played every game. 2021, 152, and then this last year in 2022, 157 games. Folks, you can't argue that. Like, Jose Abreu stays on the field. Something that, yeah, if we're going to talk Giants in particular, something that they've been itching for for years because number nine can't, you know, play nine innings because he's going to get hurt. Um, So, yeah, uh, he's not going to walk a lot. Um, His strikeout rates are okay for a big power guy, but, I mean, his WRC plus through the years, Every single year, it's been over 100. I think his lowest year he ever had was in 2018, 114. The last three years, 164, 125, 137. He's coming on for a year where he had a 3.9 F war. Um, Jose Abreu, power, big guy, stays healthy, and a big power right-handed bat, which the Giants need. So, again, I know we're not, like, talking Giants specifically, but Mm -hmm. there are some guys that will stick out, like, hey, in particular, Jose Abreu, would arguably good be a good candidate uh, for a free agent guy for the Giants this year. But yeah, my number seven for overall free agents, Jose Abreu. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess I get to go again, huh? You'd go, you'd go again, buddy. <laughs> number six. 
Yeah. Number six is where I have Xander Bogarts. Um, and I don't need to go on forever, but yeah. Uh, guy who is, um, you know, uh, 30 right now, just turned 30 last month, um, coming off a great year with the Red Sox. Uh, and it feels like he, he's been around forever and he kind of has, because <laughs> even though I feel like he's not super old, but, but yeah. And, and another guy that I keep looking at games played, like he stays relatively healthy and the giants need guys that stay on the field, stay healthy. They're more athletic. Um, but yeah, like you mentioned, another guy who's a little down this year on the power, only 15 home runs. Um, but who knows, maybe a change of scenery. Xander Bogarts is my uh, number six. Very good ball player. Very good shortstop. So we'll see. That's that's a good one, Dougie. That's a good one. For me, number six, you already mentioned him. It's Dansby Swanson. And I, I, I got to mention, we're at the gates, as you did. I'm pretty sure the Braves are going to resign him. You know, he falls right into that, like, when we first talked about doing this, I had every intention of putting Edwin Diaz on this list and the Mets took care of that right away. Mm-hmm. So I, I can, I can see the Braves resigning him any day now, but, but yeah, I mean, didn't do much with the bat early in his career, but he really flipped the script here these last couple of years. I mean, this past year it hits 277, 329 OBP, which is incredible. Uh, 447 slugging, you know, so 776 o- OPS hit 25 homers. And we, when you, when you think of him, you don't think of the power, you just think of, oh, defense. So let's hit him seventh, let's hit him eighth. And yeah, he's just, he's really flipped that. And, you know, he's only, he's, he's 27 right now. He turns 28 in February. So he's going to get a little bit better. And that's why he's a little above Bogarts on, on my list. But, because so, I think he can become a superstar. He's, I mean, he's already there. He's, he's a star right now, but he can become a superstar if he keeps going. And I think it would be in his best interest to stay in Atlanta where they're very committed to winning and yeah. securing, just securing that, that core. But if not, you know, whoever gets them, I mean, you're, you're getting a potential superstar in my eyes. Yep. Good point. Good point. Uh, number five, also yours. Number five. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think this is where we are going to differ a, a little bit. But I went with Carlos Rodon, okay. and and with the the injury history, yeah, it, it it's there. But I I think I think the formula that, that this last year, I it, you know this it's a copycat league. You know, I think teams are gonna you know mirror what 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 the, what the Giants did. The dude, I mean, the dude, he never wants to come out. He's a lot like Max Scherzer, this guy you never want to take out of the game because you think he's gonna throw something or he's gonna or he's gonna hit you. I mean. Poor Tyro Estrada took that helmet to the to the dome in in, in, in Arizona, you know, because yeah. <laughs> because Rodon needed. I forget if he, if he got he got pulled or he gave up a dinger or something. He was pissed and yeah, kicks the helmet and it hits poor Tyro and you know it, it's awful. But him staying healthy this year, I mean, I think that's such a that's such a good step for him in his career because he ha- really hasn't, you know, a two point eight ERA. A, 33.4 strikeout rate of opponents at 200. I mean, that, and that, that shows you how dominant Verlander was but opponents at 184 because we watched every Rodon start, you know, almost pitch by pitch. And I feel like opponents hit like 150 off him, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but 200 is nothing, nothing to steeze at 1.03 whip. I, I mean, as we, as we mentioned earlier, I think he's going to get a, 
a King's Ransom this offseason. And as long as he doesn't get overworked, you know, as long as, you know, he doesn't get in his own way, man, he's going to be a freaking fine for, for somebody out there. It, but you it know, won't, be it, the, won't be the Giants, I don't think. And I just want to put this out there. I love Carlos Rodon, and I am super fascinated with the year he just had. The two things that stick out for me positively, like for his 2022 that he just had, he made those 32 starts, could have made the other one. Like we all believe that the last right. one <laughs> right, right, didn't right. sat out for probably a good reason. Um, and then he was still hitting 96 to 98 consistently, um, you know, in the fifth, in the sixth innings in September. Um, which is such a good thing to see from a guy who has, uh, you know, struggled with injury histories in the past, but he goes out there and he's thrown hard and he's dominant in his first really like from April to September, October season, he stayed healthy. Now, yes, if, if he could have put together the year, like I know he had a great year in 2021, but he dealt with some arm injuries as well. If he would have had back to back healthy arm, like, He's probably sitting top three on my list right now. Oh, There's no God. doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt about it. But I just fear that at some point, Carlos Rodon is going to get hurt again. I hope I'm wrong because I love seeing him pitch. He's entertaining as shit. Um, hope he can find a way. So, hope yeah. so too. Good Wherever pick. he goes. Good pick. Number five for me. You already had him. Justin Verlander. Um, and yes, I mean, the dude had a fantastic year. I'm waiting for his numbers to come up because I want to look at him again. But I know he stayed pretty damn healthy all year, 175 um, ERA. And uh, I know he's had his issues with the postseason. And um, I just don't care about that. You know, like it's kind of like, and I'm not saying Justin Verlander's going to go down and have the Hall of Fame career that um, Clayton Kershaw is, but just, Justin Verlander's going to be a Hall of Famer. And, yeah. you know, uh, I, I'm so mad at my computer right now. Nothing's showing up, but yeah, this is going to be a guy. He's going to be 40 this next year, but, uh, could I see him get a, you know, two, I, I don't know if he'll get three years, but I can see him getting two years for a high AAV and he could absolutely go into a rotation and be the one or two guys somewhere. A lot of most teams are one. So, yeah. uh, Justin yeah. Verlander, if he stays healthy stuff is still very, very good. Um, he's my number five. Who comes off of Tommy John and wins a Cy Young? Well, we'll see. I mean, he's still got to get around Dylan Cease. Right? No, I'm just playing. It, it, it could very much well be Berlander. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Um, is it my number four now? Okay. I so, yeah, I'll, so, go, yes. I'll go number four. And sticking with a right-handed pitcher who, when he is right, is arguably the best pitcher in the game. That's Jacob DeGrom. Yes. I have him at number four. Um, you know, it's funny because – I think we pair him with like Syndergaard and Matt Harvey in those like mid two thousands Mets years. Um, But I'll say this, and I I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I I think you'd probably like not laugh at it. But when Jacob DeGrom is healthy and he's on the mound, he's the best pitcher in the game. He's the best pitcher in the game. I I think so. Um, Yeah. The only thing is, is his, you know, durability. I mean, the last three years, 2020, uh, he made 12 starts. That's pretty much a full season there, 68 innings. Uh, he was really good. 2.38 ERA, 2.73 um, expected ERA, 2.26 FIP. 2021, just the 15 starts, but w- arguably the greatest 15 starts ever. 92 innings, a 14.28 Ks per nine, 
a 108 ERA in fifth Rob in 15 starts he had a 4.9 F war I it's mean like that is incredible ball. it's incredible <laughs> and then this last year I don't think he made a start until was it July or August and he he appeared in 11 games 64 and a third 308 ERA 224 uh XERA and a 213 FIP again wasn't fully healthy but I mean He's going to get paid because someone's going to take the risk and give him the years that he wants because when he is right, and I'm just telling you right now, I fully, fully believe that Jacob deGrom is going to be a Los Angeles Dodger. I don't know. I just have that feeling. I just have, I know it sucks, but man, if you add this with a healthy Bueller and Urias, like, dude, look out. Um, I could totally see him going to the Dodgers. But anyways, he's going to be 35 on in June. So about half this next year, he'll be 34. I There's nothing else I can say. When he's right, he's hitting triple digits consistently, 99 to 101. Um, he's just going to dominate you. Best pitcher in the game when he's out there, when he's out there. Jacob DeGrom is my number four. And if, again, just like I said with Rodon, if he didn't have as big of an injury history, honestly, even at age 34, he might be my number one free agent. Right. I've- so... Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, whiffle ball shit with him, but don't worry. I'll get, I'll get to him here in a minute. I'm sure. Uh, But, but my, my number four for, for now, another shortstop, Carlos Correa. And I, we talk about a guy, I mean, he's, he's, he's 28. It feels like he's been in the league for 10 years. I mean, he was (laughs) one, he's one of those dudes where like, I, I feel like the Astros called him up when he was like 20 and he's, and he's just been around forever. Like he's, he's, he was a staple in, in the whole scandal and stuff. Like he, I mean, I feel like everything that's, that's happened recently with that with Astros, Carlos Cray has been there, but he leaves and has a year with Minnesota shocker opts out. And he didn't disappoint in one year, in Minnesota you know, target feels a big place. And he still, he hit 291 for, and for, and for, for a guy that hits for a lot of power, He's still hitting for average. I mean that that's superstar shit right there. Yeah, Two, yeah. I mean OBP three thirty six, very nice. Slugging for four sixty seven, which leads to eight thirty four OPS, twenty two home runs. I, and by and by his standards, that's that's not a lot. But again, target field is a big place. I'd say it's bigger than than Oracle, especially the center. But you know, a four point four F four, just just a stud. And the reason I have him so high. Aside from everything I just said, I feel like he'd be willing to switch positions as well. He's a big guy, and I, I mean, in our, I think I said this a while back. You know, in my my dream is for Marco Luciano to be like Carlos Correa. I don't yes. know, <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna happen, but that that that's my dream. You know, uh, you know, he's a, he's a big middle middle infielder, but I feel like you could move him around, and he probably cannon of an arm. Can of an arm, he makes every throw look easier than he gets to. But it, it just seems like for a guy with the offensive skill set that he has, he'll be he'll be willing to move around later in his career. And and yeah, I feel like I feel like he should be like thirty three or thirty four, but he's only twenty eight. I know so, it's crazy. So it really it really is. So yeah, he's superstar level. He, he's a franchise changer, and yeah, I. We'll get to Trey Turner here in a minute, I'm sure. But God, I hope if Trey Turner leaves the Dodgers, they don't go after this guy. Oh yeah, great point. Great God. Point. <laughs> uh, so he was your number four. 
Number correct? four. So who's your number three? My number three is, and you just talked about him, is Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. I figured. Wiffle ball shit. I, I mean, that the, the, the Ks in his 14.8, I believe you said. I believe that's right. In his first Ridiculous. 15 starts per nine. What the hell, man? Like, that. that's just... Stupid. Yeah, you like, <laughs> like if if you don't like pitching, or or if you're if you're if you go to the ballpark and you're a big fan of hitting, Degrom's out there. You're going to the bathroom, you know, r- real quick, or you're getting a beer when he's out there because the other team, yeah, they're not putting the ball in play. And I, I forget who they played. There was one game where he had a no no going, and they laid down a bunt, and I think Tempers you know got going. I think it was the Reds, but probably they're always he, in the middle of that shit. Yeah, they're always in the middle of bullshit, but. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's that's how it was. Like there were teams just like okay, our first seven or five six guys struck out. We gotta put a ball in play, you know, just to get the dugout alive. And yeah, the only only reason he isn't number one or is just the injury history, and it's significant. I mean, the elbow issues are just you know it's coming every year, and that's yeah, that's the shitty part. But still, three point zero eight ERA. Fish year of the 102 strikeouts despite the injury, but a hundred percent, he's got to be the best pitcher in the league w- when he's on. Yes, hundred percent agree. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We, we we he gets lost, you know, with uh, yeah, like you said, like Cindergard and guys like that, and Zach Wheeler when he was there. God, the, the Nets had so much pitching over the years; it's ridiculous. How do they not win more? But should have. Yeah, and and, and injuries pile up, and I. I know it won't be for the Giants because the Giants don't give pitchers money. But man, he if he can stay healthy, he's yeah, another guy who who's a who is a franchise changer. And I, I got I gotta believe the the, the Mets are, are gonna retain him. I I feel like they're you know, they're invested in, in him more than anybody else where it's like we know we we know how good he is, but I, I, he's just an, a, another guy. I don't want going to like the Cardinals or the Dodgers or something like that. Yeah, I feel you. Gross, feel you. gross, gross. My number three, uh, I'm going Carlos Correa. Uh, like you said, big body guy. Um, dude, 6'4", 220. I mean, uh, <laughs> rocket arm, plays uh, plays really good defense still. Um, yeah, last two years, 6.2 F4, 4.4 F4. Uh, it was interesting to see the change of going from Houston, more of a hitter-friendly ballpark, than going to Minnesota, kind of colder, open air. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he still hit for for twenty-two bombs, like you said, sixty-four ribbies, seventy runs. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what you're getting with Carlos Correa. I think the thing that puts him maybe above some of the other guys like Bogarts and Swanson is he's still twenty-seven, and I mean, yeah. he's a young twenty-seven. He just turned twenty-seven. Or 28, I'm sorry. Right, right. Um, in late September. So he's going to be 28 years old for the majority of this next season in 2023. Um, yeah, I mean, Carlos Correa, he's he's a really good shortstop. You know, he's a beast. With him. Superstar. Yeah, so, all right. So, do I go number two here? I do go number two here. Yeah, you're okay. Turn. This, this is where I'm going to be. Uh, on an island of my own, and you already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put Aaron Judge at number two. Okay. Uh, 30 years old, coming off arguably the greatest uh, American League hitting season ever. I mean, 157 games, 62 home runs, 131 RBIs. 
Rob loves this is his favorite stat: sixteen stolen bags for Aaron Judge in 2022. Nobody talks about it. Nearly a 16 percent <laughs> walk rate, which is ridiculous. Uh, an ISO of 375. And the last number I'll leave with: well, like you said a couple couple guys ago, you hit for power, but you still hit for average. Aaron Judge hit 311 this year, the 425 OBP, 207. Weighted runs created plus. He was over twice as good as the league average. Gross. And a an 11.4 F4. Unreal. I don't need to say much more about Aaron Judge because you're seeing him everywhere these days, especially in regards to the Giants. Um, by the way, go back, listen to episode 85 uh, as we talk about Aaron Judge and Aaron Judge only. So, yeah, you know you're getting with him. A lot of power. Um, only reason that – in if you're under a rock, you don't know who my number one is, but well, I'll talk to him about him in a couple minutes, obviously. But the only reason he's number two is because he's dealt with injuries in the past and he's 30. Like Aaron judge is going to be 31 in late April. So not old by any means, but this is a guy that's probably going to garner a seven, eight, nine year deal. And Mm -hmm. those later years worry me. Um, Big guy, six, seven, two, hundred and freaking 82 pounds. So I don't know about his durability in the long run, but the talent is definitely there. Aaron Judge, one of the biggest free agent names in recent memory. Um, he's my number two. Yeah, I I had a feeling you were going to do that. So damn uh, right. Yeah, my my number two is uh, Trey Turner. Probably he's probably my favorite player in baseball right now. Like top to bottom, I take him every year in fantasy. He's just awesome. Uh, just the, the thanks, only shitty Trey. part was yeah thanks Trey yeah the only <laughs> shitty part is he's you know he's been a Dodger the last couple of years and that has yeah. just killed me to the core and then they got Freddie Freeman so it was like double down <laughs> God like two of my favorite players Dodgers but yeah, we beside the point a- absolutely outstanding year hit two ninety eight three forty three OBP four sixty six slugging twenty one bombs twenty seven steals six point three F four I mean the guy. He he's so and he's so overshadowed in that Dodger lineup because of Mookie Betts and Freeman and all and all these other guys. It it's just an embarrassment of riches they have over there. But but man, he's he's one of the last remaining five tool players in baseball. I think I think that's that's kind of where we're at with, where we're at with him. Uh, it, yep. There's nothing he doesn't do right. Uh, we talk about. I don't think he's coming to the Giants, but I mean, he's 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 got experience at, at, at second base, so you can move him around a little bit. Sorry, I muted myself there. But you're good. Go for it. <laughs> I was gonna say, God, is it me or you? No, go ahead. Yeah, no, Sorry. it was me. But yeah, he yeah he's open to, to 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 move around, and he's he's a cornerstone player for any any, any franchise to, to to build around, but. Look, I, for whatever reason, he's really set on going back east. I keep hearing, which would be great because that means the Dodgers won't bring him back. But then they'll probably just <laughs> you know, sign the next best player. It doesn't matter. But, but yeah, uh, Trey Turner for me. I I, I want to call him one A, but for the sake of the list, two. And yep, my number one is uh, Brandon Belt. Uh, what the, what can we say about Brandon Belt? Uh, Great call. Yeah, just now nah, screw him. We're gonna miss him. But Aaron Judge, of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
62 dingers, 131 R- RBIs. <laughs> 11 11 ops like you said like just just absolutely gross uh 133 runs scored 686 slugging 425 obp so it strikes out a lot but you know you don't really give a shit when he's doing all the other stuff but i mean the guy damn near won the triple crown like and that that doesn't happen anymore uh i think miguel miguel cabrera right won the triple 2012. crown 2012 right mm-hmm. so i mean that's mm-hmm. the last time that's happened uh and he, and he, he was damn near close he, and i be, i believe he he could have i think all he needed was like another hit or two on game 162 and they sat him something I, like I, that yeah it was, he was yeah, right and, there yeah and he was right there but they but they left him out but uh, obviously uh you know giants fans are really in, in their feelings about him right, right now and as you know so am i Number one player on the list. Number one player, probably probably the top free agent in baseball since. Well, I I don't know Barry Barry Bonds. I mean I I I really I really don't know. It's it's been a long time to Shit, compare. Maybe. I mean Bryce. I mean no, not Bryce Harper. Screw that. Uh, it's got to be Barry Bonds. Probably, probably. The, the most coveted free agent out there since yeah. since since Barry Bonds. Uh, and the crazy part is, I mean he. Oh yeah, of course, sixteen steals, Doug. You mentioned that. Of course, yeah. You know, and the thing is, he sneaks into those steals too, like, like Barry used to at the end of his career, which people <laughs> just, did, just didn't pay attention to him. So yeah, but he anywhere he goes, it's just it's fan, fan, fans are coming in. He's he, he doesn't just change a team; he changes a, an organization. He changes a franchise. So I mean, you're gonna get asses in the seats you're, if your team signs him. Yeah, I hope it's the Giants. It won't be the Giants, but he's got to be number one, at least on my list. Rob, uh, you're not going to believe it, but I too have Brandon Belt as number one on my. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. I I know I'm going to catch some heat for this. I don't care. I have Trey Turner at number one, and reason being is, yeah, he's 30 years old. Um, or he's he's I'm sorry, he's 29. He's going to be uh, 30 in June. But like you mentioned, this guy is one of the few rare like five tool guys. Like we already knew that he was a, a really good defender. He could cover a lot of ground because he's arguably the fastest guy in the league. Um, he steals so many bags every year. The last two years, he's combined for fifty nine stolen bags. And then you know he he hits for average every year and year out. But then the last couple years, he's developed power. 19 home runs, 19 home runs, 2020 in 59 games, 12 home runs in 2021, 28 home runs. Then he had 21 this last year in 2022. It's like, so this dude's going to go ahead and add power. Like, okay. So, uh, Trey Turner is my number one because, uh, he stays on the field. Uh, he's, he's missed minimal amount of games. He's coming off a year where he played in 160 games for the Dodgers. Um, I mean, if we want to talk giant specific, like this guy can come in and he has experience at second base. If you want to play second base in Crawford's last year, uh, and then you know you can spell him whenever they're facing a lefty on the mound or Crawford needs a day, the Giants could absolutely do that. I, I would love for the Giants to bring in Trey Turner. I'd love to bring bring in Aaron Judge too. Trust me, I know, I know. But, bring them all. Uh, but yeah, get, get as many as you can. Um, but yeah, he doesn't walk a lot, but he's never had a strikeout rate over 19.9%, um, in a full season that he's 
uh, been in. So yeah, Trey Turner is my number one guy. Um, I know he's a little bit older, but um, you know, this, the ridiculous contract the Rangers gave Corey Seager before last off season, that 10 year, like 320 million, you know, I, I could see like Trey Turner's better than Corey Singer. So why not? Like, I don't know. I know we're not talking money yet because I want to see projections come out. We can kind of get a little more specific into that, but yeah, I could definitely see Trey Turner getting something like that for sure. So yeah. Yeah. That's my number one. That was fun. No, uh, no Wade Miley, huh? Wade Miley is actually my one C. Uh, he, <laughs> no, I'm playing. Wade Miley, definitely a future giant. Uh, he's got to be right. <laughs> I know. Rob's been begging for, for him for years. I've been begging for him like 2013. For years, man. So, yeah, November 10th, free agency officially begins. Um, fun time also, too. Make sure you're joined up on Giants Chatter on Facebook. Uh, description below click on it join up and um you know we're gonna the next couple weeks we're gonna be pretty busy doing our uh, most wanted free agents from every admin and giants chatter and also putting together our free agent board uh for where we think these top 15 to 20 free agents are gonna actually end up so rob fun as always top 10 free agents uh any last thoughts before we wrap up here no just excited that we can start you know projecting and seeing how the giants can get better now in real time. Like it's not three weeks away anymore. No, it's, yeah, it's starting. It's, it's not like, like tomorrow. So very exciting. You know, it's way more fun than the world series. Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, hey, if you uh, like and subscribe uh, wherever you get your podcast, you can find us on believe.com as well. YouTube. If you're on Apple podcast, go give us a five-star review. Leave us some kind words. We appreciate all the support. Yeah, like I said, next few episodes, diving heavy into free agency talk and stuff and all that. So it's going to be fun. Um, so, yeah, but until next time, for Say Hey Doug and Say Hey Rob, thank you very much for joining us, and go Giants. Go Giants. Say hey. Say who? Say Willie. Say hey. Say who? Swinging at the plate. Say hey. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.